all remember back in the very beginning of Genesis, maybe not personally, but you've read it. What was the first part of creation that wasn't good? Speak up. No. We always think it's a snake. It wasn't. Long before the snake, there was something about creation that wasn't good. Bingo. It was not good that the man was alone. And so God created Eve out of Adam's rib. And what did Adam say? Here at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So great is our need for connection with other human beings that creation is not good when we are disconnected from one another. And surface level connection, knowing someone, doesn't cut it. It's got to be bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, heart to heart, deep connection for creation to be good. I was reading an article earlier this week about, um, I happened upon, I was checking the news, Facebook, and, um, I know, awful. Um, but I was, I, I happened upon an article about addiction. And it was particularly about drug addiction, but it was talking about the um, need for connection that people have. And he was making an argument that the true cause of addiction is not the chemicals in the drugs, but lack of connection. Now, it might have been a little bit overly on one side, too far on one side. He didn't say that chemicals didn't cause addiction. But what he was saying was, um, that the, the extent to which we have addiction, there's so much more addiction because of lack of connection. And that if people had greater connection with one another, then there would be a lot less addiction. The, the chemicals are still going to make some people addicted, whereas other people, they wouldn't be. They'd say, okay, that was fun, never again. Um, some are still going to be addicted. But we have so much more rampant addiction because of our lack of connection with one another. And there were studies that he showed to, to make his argument. But one sentence that he said really stuck home with me. And he said, the rise of addiction is a symptom of a deeper sickness in the way we live. Constantly directing our gaze towards the next shiny object we should buy, rather than the human beings all around us. If ever there was a time that we needed to fish for people... It is now. Truth be told, it's always been. But we need more connection in our world. And we need to be out there fishing for people, as Jesus had us do. That's what Jesus came to do, was to heal our disconnection, wasn't it? He came to heal our disconnection from God and our disconnection from one another came that we might have life and have it abundantly, which we cannot do by ourselves. Now, this idea of being deeply connected to one another, sometimes people can be disconnected from others even when they've got folks that they love all around them. They can still have some feeling of disconnection that they just don't quite fit in. That's part of what Jesus came to heal as well. So we need to be out there fishing for people in 
helping restore connection with one another. Now, how exactly we do that? Well, we've been wrestling with that church for a couple thousand years. But it's not a solitary task, to be sure. We're not talking about taking a pole and going to a lake somewhere by yourself first thing in the morning. That's also fishing, but it's not the way they did it back in Jesus' day. It was a hard task that demanded at least two people to throw out the net and then haul it back in when you caught a big catch of fish. It was hard work and not a solitary task, and that's how we go out fishing for people with the gospel. And it's a gutsy task. What exactly are we going to do as we go fishing for people? Are we going to invite friends to church? Are we going to connect with our friends on a deeper level or try to connect on a deeper level? Are we going to connect with our families on a deeper level? Are we going to share our faith with people? Maybe all three. But what this fishing for people means is that we are going to connect with them. We may not change them. The point of sharing our faith with people is not to change them, but to connect on that heart-to-heart level. Where is our faith held with the deepest parts of our heart? So we're trying to connect to people as we fish for people. As we share our faith, we do not require that others adopt it. They may not. But we can still connect on that heart-to-heart level. And then we can still hear what their faith is, or faith isn't. They don't have to believe what we believe in order for us to share it. They don't have to believe what we believe to come here and be a part of the church. Every Sunday we say the Nicene Creed, don't we? The statement of faith of the whole church. What if we brought a friend here and said, look, it's great music, I like it, and i just really like for you to come and see what this crazy thing that I do is, this worship thing that I do. Just come. It would mean a lot to me. <coughs> well, okay. I can do that. <coughs> but they don't believe it. It comes to the Nicene Creed, and they're like, we believe in God, the Father, Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And your friends sitting there thinking, I don't believe that. Really, he doesn't have to. Because we believe. And if ever there is a part of that creed that you're particularly thinking, I'm not so sure about this right now. The rest of us are there believing it for you. Because that's what we believe. People don't have to believe even to be a part of this community. They may come to believe over time. But if people desire the connection that St. Mark's offers, or desire the connection that Jesus offers... Even if they don't quite buy it, they haven't been hooked or caught in the net, so to speak. Let them belong. Let them be a part. Let them be connected. Help heal the disconnection in our society. Continuing the work of Jesus. Whether they believe or not. Jesus came to heal our disconnection, not to force us 